All right. Hey, welcome to the beta show. Uh, I'm Jeff with the, the Church Digital Podcast. As always, powered by Stadia Church Planting, we're going to be diving into a little bit here uh, with Stadia in this broadcast. But here with the beta show, uh, we uh, want to answer your digital ministry questions uh, live here on the show. So as you have questions, text them in 484-324-8724. That's if you speak telephone alphabet. It's number four of the church. Uh, and uh, we're here to answer your digital ministry questions on future episodes of the Beta Show, Church Digital Podcast, just all sorts of fun stuff that we do around here. Uh, with the Beta Show, if you're listening to this on demand, we do do this live every Thursday, noon Eastern. You can check it out at Facebook, The Church Digital, or YouTube.com, The Church Digital. Either way is a great place to engage live. And if you are live, if you're out there right now, go ahead and throw your questions and comments on whatever platform you're watching in. We'll We'll engage either live in, in the show. I'll, we'll be I'll be talking about it. I always have tended to say we'll be talking about it when it's me, at least here in front of the camera. So we'll be talking about it here uh, in, in the show or maybe even afterwards. And if you're listening um, on, on a podcast and it's kind of hard to type into a podcast, I totally get that, which is why we love YouTube so much. Go hang out with YouTube. But if you're on a podcast, text those questions in 484-324-8724. Next week. Uh, and I, it took everything within me not to just ditch the entire plan and do this like right now. What can the church learn from Disney Plus MCU and executive producer Kevin Feige? Uh, it was about 3 a.m., uh, 4 a.m. I'm not going to lie. I had watched Loki for the third time in 24 hours, the finale. It was incredible. It's great. Good stuff. Couldn't sleep last night. And I had this idea. I was like, ooh, totally want to talk about that. But that would be spoiler ridden. So I'm not going to do it this week. Next Thursday, what can the church learn from Kevin Feige? Some really, really interesting stuff coming forward in that one. But here, let's let's talk about where we're going to be here for this episode. Social media, uh, church. This is the topic. A church that fully functions, that fully works in social media. I did I did a talk on this at social media ch uh, church conference. Literally, like I think it ran Monday, so it's still out there. Go to socialmedia.church. The full talk still may be available. Neil Smith is over there, and so uh, who's been on the podcast several times. And so if you want to harass Nils, hey, Nils, Jeff is doing a little snippet of this much larger talk on being a social media church. How can he watch? How can people watch the full talk that Jeff did? Because Jeff, Jeff really wants everybody to see that. I have no idea if he's making it on demand or not. But I'm just going to give you a little piece of it here. Uh, with uh, Beta 34 here, who needs a building questioning a social media church? And it's interesting, just even yesterday, I put a post out on my personal social media feed uh, talking about, hey, I'm doing this live broadcast, who needs a building questioning uh, the ecclesiology of a social media church? Uh, and and there, there was a little, I don't call it a war, but a little disagreement on my social media, on my personal social media channel between a pastor friend of mine who I probably haven't seen in 20 years, as well as uh, a friend of mine that I've been working with in digital church stuff who I've never met in physical space. It's all been digital. As a matter of fact, he's in Africa. So a personal friend of mine 20 years ago in Africa, it reads this comment about, or a personal friend of mine 20 years ago, reads this comment about questioning a social media church. And, and, and he says things like, Jeff, you can't do church on social media. It's not the same, uh, and so and that was that's the mindset. Now it's it's an older pastor friend. The guy was 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 a 
uh, I was uh, I, I mentored me in, in many stretches. And so love the influence and, and love this pastor friend. But he's not viewing community in, in the same context that, that my friend who's uh, in Africa, who is connected through me and connected with others in digital community. They have completely different views. And they started like getting into this little slap fight uh, on my Facebook channel. It was really kind of funny uh, to, to watch just kind of afar to see how it was, was, was going to boil out. Here's what I would say. Facebook church or any digital church for that matter, anything that we're doing in digital space is not for everyone. Uh, my, my pastor friend 20 years ago, uh, that, he, I, that he was a, a mentor in my life. Um, yeah, you know what? Digital church is probably not for you. You're, you're not connecting into that. And, and what's, what's hard when we're talking about digital church and social media churches, a lot of the decision makers are of that age that aren't being influenced by digital community and aren't really understanding how digital community works. And so it's not that uncommon to hear negative coming from leaders because they don't even understand really the context of what digital community is. All they know is it's not the same. And, and, and the frustrating part of that conversation is at this point, even pre-COVID, 25% of Americans are attending some representation of a physical church. It, the number had dropped all the way down to 25%. Um, this is a pre-COVID stat. Physical church, it's safe to say, evidently, isn't for everyone either. And so maybe while we're trying to do the same thing and get back to what was, which was only effective for one out of four Americans, I'm not even talking global scale here. Oh my gosh, maybe it is time to do something different to try to reach that other percentage. So let's do this. Let's, let's dig in here. Um, Acts 2 you know what? I was going to I was supposed to prep this early. You're going to see me kind of fly here because I want to read Acts 2, specifically 42:47, and I was supposed to get that up on my Bible app in advance and did not. So this is a sword drill back from like the old school elementary. How quick can Jeff get to Acts 2, 42 and 47 via his iPhone app? All right, found it done. Here we go. Here's the scripture I want to read to you guys. Uh, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching into fellowship, to the breaking of bread, into prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad, sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. So the question that I'm asking here is we've read through just here, Acts 2, 42 to 47, is basically the basic description of what a church is. The first church, Acts Church, the beginning of the church, the building of the church, this is really the, the first time that there's a synopsis for what the church functions, or what we would say the ecclesiology of a church is is they're using phrases here like baptism like prayer like making disciples love worship praise lord's supper generous they're being giving there's apostles they're teaching of the word they're growing leaders there's devotion there's repenting of sins so according to the biblical standard when we look at what the church is out of acts 2 
we would turn around and say, okay, we need to do all those in the physical space. And to some level, some things are, are better than others. The physical church is doing these things. But remember, the physical church effectively today is only reaching 25% of Americans. So therefore, maybe it's time to do something different, which is why I'm asking questions like, what would it look like to do all of this? Baptism, prayer, making disciples, love, worship, praise, communion, generous giving, apostles teaching, teaching of the word, growing leaders, devotion, repenting of sins. What would it look like to do that on Facebook, on Twitch? What would it look like to do that? Well, let's keep this in social media. What would it look like to do that in social media? How are we supposed to do all of these things digitally? Now, if, if I was once where you were, that guy's crazy. You know, maybe I was in college when I was crazy, but I've been crazy the majority of my life, truth be told. And, and even the crazy guy that's me, okay, look, I, I'm, I'm even understanding, looking at this, you're probably asking some questions, and, and is this possible? How does this work? How would we do that? Let's even start here. Question number one. This is, these are my questions. As I'm trying to figure out how to do a digital ecclesiology, these are the things that I'm stubbing my toe on, saying, how do we get past this? How do we baptize people? on social media okay so like I, I can totally imagine streaming a, a baptism you know and i myself i've seen baptisms on on video in like apartment complexes where you know uh, uh, a, a lay person not even a pastor is baptizing another person in a bathtub almost conks his head in the back of the the nozzle and and like well first off is it okay for a lay person to baptize is that a thing or does it need to be a pastor does it have to be in a church building or is it okay if it's going to be in like a a pool or a, a bathtub something like that but even questions like well what happens if somebody accepts christ that doesn't have any christian friends and is in a different city than the church where there's no context you know questions like this really start to pop up question question number two for me what does prayer look like on Facebook? Okay, so Facebook's got a really nice prayer feature and then the group's thing, and that's nice. I'm sure you guys know what it is. If not, start a group and check out the prayer feature. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, but, but are we saying that God hears our prayers on social media? Like we're not vocalizing our prayers, and we're not gathered together uh, in physical space where many are gathered together. And so if, if we're just typing prayers, does God acknowledge our, our prayers? Uh, or do we have to gather together physically to do that? Question three, can social media be a place of love? Okay, let's be honest. Like we, We've all seen the, the Eros version of love, and social media and the internet and digital is, is filled with different types of sexuality, and, and I don't need to go down that road. Uh, but there's also another type of love where it's the echo chamber, where we love so much of who we are. We surround ourselves with friends and with sources and with content that's driven in that way where we don't see other people's views or even other people unless they look and sound and identify exactly the way that we do. Can social media be a place of love where it's not about eros or, or where it's not about echo chamber, but maybe where it's more about agape, where it's selfless love, selfless, not selfish. Maybe it's more sacrificial. Maybe it's more unconditional. Can social media give more than it takes? That's the question. Question number four, as we're flying through here, church services live streamed. Are we collecting followers or are we making disciples? Way before Apple even created the Newton. Okay, there's a throwback for you, the Apple Newton. Google that if you don't know what that is. Jesus developed an incredible social media strategy. Jesus did John 6 
open up the Bible, go to your Bible app, do a sword uh, drill, get there as quick as you can, read it on your own time, discover the social media strategy where it's not just about reach, but it's about engagement as well. Awesome stuff. Question five, can TikTok create an environment for learning and teaching? You know, uh, okay, so some of your heads may be exploding here. TikTok, yeah, I was very intentional when I crafted this. Can TikTok create an environment for learning and teaching? What? What is, now I'm not saying sermons. I'm intentionally not saying sermons. There's nothing biblical about the sermon. There's nothing biblical about the 40 minute um, process of, of what happens with, with teachings in our physical churches today. Is there a way that we can use the TikTok, TikTok structure to teach people that are engaging in a TikTok culture? I'll be honest, and if you're on our email newsletter, just recently I sent out a TikTok uh, link or a TikTok video that revolutionized, that changed a, a lot of my perception of view of, of the, the church and people. It's a very powerful video, and it was by someone who was called Good Godless. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exaggerating here. Hit me up, text me, or send, hit me on social media if, if you want more information on that. You didn't get the email. But there's an opportunity here to reimagine what we're doing with the sermon, to even make it effective to reach and to connect with people in a TikTok culture using a TikTok uh, platform. Remember, it's not recreating the same thing that we're doing in physical space. This is the limitation if we're looking at doing anything digital. If we just do the same thing we're doing physically, well, shoot, we're just reaching those same 25% of people that are already doing physical stuff, We've that are already attending that physical church. We've got to do something different. And here comes these questions that I'm asking. Why not? Why not do a church only on social media? Question six. Here's another question I'm sure some of you are wrestling with. Can social media create devotion to God? Or can it just create religious consumers devoted to a brand? This is a hard one. Uh, and this is one that comes with intentionality, I believe. Uh, what's the heart of the people that are driving the social media? Is, is, is it pointing towards God or is it pointing towards self? Uh, and we'll unpack that in a future one. Question seven. I love this one. Is the Holy Spirit capable of moving in our digital lives? No one is questioning whether the Holy Spirit can move in physical space. Asking the question, have we seen God move? Have we seen the Holy Spirit move in our lives digitally? Have we seen God move? Have we seen the Holy Spirit move in other people's lives digitally? Hey, these are some questions. I'm intentionally being vague because I, I kind of want you guys to come up with some of the answers. The heart of this, can an Acts to church be done through a church existing only on social media? Short answer here is yes and no. Uh, to, according to, uh, to my friend from Africa, yes, it can certainly be done. According to my friend, 20-year year pastor, no, it, it can't be. Uh, and, and it really just depends on the context here, like I said, of how they view community. My friend, my pastor, only sees people viewed in physical community as the community that's worthy of a church. My friend in Africa views digital community as a community that's worthy of a church. What's your view and how are you going to put this together? And more importantly, what do you think culture is open to? Where are they receptive? 
right now here in America, 25% of people are engaging in physical church. That number has been dropping rapidly in recent decades. And, and at the heart of this, really it's because the, I think the church has been locked into a single method in a single way. And while church has, ev and while culture has evolved, the church claiming to be the same yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is, has not evolved, realizing that, hey, maybe Jesus is the same, but our methods need to evolve. It was funny, I'm just even flashing here on, on a Leonard Sweet uh, quote from Soul Tsunami. This is a book from maybe 20 years ago, but talking about how there's more uh, technology in a Casio Iron Man wristwatch. Um, this is the quotes from like 1990, probably eight. There's more technology in a Casio Iron Man wristwatch, uh, except, but the problem is, is that the church has not changed any, oh, excuse me, this is a bad quote. There's more technology in a Casio Iron Man wristwatch than the Apollo, entire Apollo 11 space mission. Yet the church has not changed anything that it's done since the Apollo 11 space mission. So over the span of 20 years, the church hadn't done anything different, yet technology has grown immensely, um, going from more technology in a wristwatch than how we got to the moon. Crazy, crazy stuff. Church, here's the heart of this. Digital community does not work like physical community. So digital church is not going to work like physical church is going to work. If you're a digital planner, start, start and think this. Don't recreate physical church on social media. Reimagine how the Acts 2 church can operate on social media. Go back to that punch list. Uh, of, of baptism, um, care, communion, love, um, all, all the things that were there, the teaching, the worship, the praise, giving, uh, producing leaders, disciple-making. Hit all those things up and reimagine what that can be like on Facebook. Look at some of the, the pioneers that are in this area. It's just even on Facebook, I'm talking um, uh, Angela Craig, um, Hope City Church, Pursuit Church Live. There, there's a number of... Hearts like his, uh, Dr. John Harris is, is one that's, that's come up, in, at least in my attention recently. And there are plenty of others that are out there forging away, trying to get out there to recreate, to reimagine what a church would be in that digital space. And so there's a lot of options here for that. Now, for, for some of you digital ministry people uh, that are working at physical churches, let me challenge you with this. Every soul you connect with, even those beyond your church's physical reach need to be cared for and need to be challenged spiritually. You know, so often, I, and I'm having these conversations with physical churches that are doing digital ministry, they just come up with this big question mark because in, with a physical church that's doing digital ministry, very often the, uh, the physical ministry is feed, the digital ministry is feeding into physical. So you don't actually do discipleship. You don't do disciple making. You don't do church in digital space. You do that in physical space. Digital is just the front door that feeds into physical. There's really nothing wrong with that strategy as long as you put a little asterisk here and pay attention to, hey, what about those people that aren't within physical reach? What are we doing with them? Are we helping them get connected with somebody else to, for spiritual development, for care, for shepherding? Are we helping them find a church within their local region? Or are, are we taking that up on in digital space? Answer that question. Pay attention to that. And, and, and I want to challenge you. It's not as hard to help grow, develop, disciple, and care for people digitally than what you think.
oftentimes it's relationships, it's caring, and it's listening to those people at those times. Uh, and that's the heart of it. Hey, yeah, there's been some great feedback com- coming in here. Uh, what kind? Let me ask this. Somebody's asking this. What kind of content works best for micro church, house church setting? My gut tells me that stage shots don't work. What's interesting in a, in a micro, it depends upon whether you're doing video teaching or whether, you know, there's a micro, what I would call micro location, where there's physical stream that's being broadcast in, where it's, it's not independent of a physical church. It's actually more, more of like a satellite extension of it. Um, and so what I would tell you is, I, I, as a video director, the tighter the better. Uh, is, is, is my gut on that, because you're able to convey more emotions facially. Uh, the stage wide shot, you're right, does, doesn't do that. I, I tend to go either between a head to toe, uh, a mid thigh to top of head, or um, you know a chest shot up towards that, uh, especially in the teaching. That's micro location. The other extension of the other opposite perspective of that is a micro church, where it's not about what's happening on a TV screen. You're actually challenging that volunteer that's opening up their house to shepherd to teach uh to care for at a much higher level doing things like casey underground uh would do and some things like that so there's pros and cons there's different levels of gray in between each but those are kind of those extensions to look at uh sounds like what angela craig's been doing maybe yeah there's there's a lot of angela craig in here hey somebody's calling me out and i didn't mean to do this twitch is social too uh the stuff that jate Earhart is doing um you know, a number of others, Matt, um, uh, Pastor Susie uh, comes to mind. Mark Lutz uh, comes to mind with Lux Digital Church. I'm sure there's a, a bunch there. I love this. For me, I don't care if people call it a church or not. This is another Facebook user. I don't care if people call it a church or not. The people you should be trying to reach aren't probably looking for a church anyway. Uh, the word church probably might scare them off. Focus what a church needs to be and do that. The name hangs uh both sides up far too often that's true i mean it's not wrong i'll have to look and see who that is but that that's that's a very good word um what's interesting even with the digital planters uh it's it's digital church or it's it's um missionary digital missionary and and it's kind of been some of my advice has been use whatever word works best with the people that you're talking with yeah maybe you're a digital church or maybe you're a, a digital missionary that's feeding into a digital church or to a you know physical church. Different strategies, different levels of gray. This is why I love where we are in 2021, because it's not about a single strategy that just works and everybody's trying to copy whatever that initial strategy is. There's different layers. There's different options. There's different shades of gray. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am not watering that down. What I'm saying is that maybe there's different strategies on on how to utilize that for the kingdom and how to get Jesus in front of people and get people connected to Christ. Uh, Ironically, amen, brother. This is exactly uh, what I have found true with those that I've been meeting and collecting uh, into our community. So cool. Love this. This has been a great conversation here. Love some of the comments coming in. I'll be engaging with some of the contents. Um, Post, uh, post this broadcast off air. But we're going to wrap. This has been a great beta uh, episode uh, 34 here. Uh, who needs a building? Uh, questions on the social media church. I don't, look, I don't have the answers, at least not in this broadcast. 
figure out how uh, to answer these questions. Ask your own questions and start to dig through them as well. Ultimately, realize that Stadia wants to help you, wants to help your ministry find digital purpose. Whether it's digital only, planting, digital, multimodal, co-vocational, head over to the church.digital for next steps on these things. Uh, and if you need help getting started, you're, you're stuck, and you don't know how to take that first step, I'm literally giving you my cell phone number right here on the air, 484-324-8724. Like I said, beta 35, what can the church learn from Disney Plus, MCU, and or Kevin Feige? I don't know who actually should take credit for some of these ideas, but I've, I just am going to, like, I've loved some of the things that I've seen and want to tie all of this in, maybe even towards a digital expression of church next week on the beta show. So Jeff kind of wrapping up from the church digital from stated church planting and all the other fun stuff. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next week here at the beta show. Y'all have a good day.